Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi, everyone. How are you? Oh my gosh, I love that introduction. This is Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're all here for this next episode, that you came back. You guys are so awesome, and all your support is what really keeps me going every single week. Remember, this is a movement to share good news, and we are growing strong, and we have an amazing guest that is really going to help all of us because she helps me all the time. She is a certified health and nutrition coach, detox and wellness expert, and my cousin, Lisa Cummings. Welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Thank you, Nina. Thank you for asking me. Oh my gosh. Well, you knew because we're related very distantly, and we'll get to that. But because we're related, you probably kind of knew I was going to rope you into this, didn't you? Actually, I was. I, I did not expect it. But when you called, I was very pleased, very well, happy. The good news is you're available, <laughs> and yeah. you are such a resource. So Thank you so much. And the good news for me is that, as I mentioned, Lisa and I are distant cousins, but we love each other. We'll get into more about our family connection, but tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, Lisa. So, yeah, so I became um, a nutrition coach 10 years ago. um, And prior to that, I was in advertising. But um, I would say for the last 20 or about 20 years, I um, have been very into health. Um, but I think we all get to a place of making changes either when we've hit a bottom or, um, you know, we just feel that something needs to change. So I went back to nutrition school or went to nutrition school in 2008, stopped working in advertising and then started my own practice. Oh my God, you like rebranded yourself, huh? I I completely rebranded. Yeah. I love that. That's so great because a lot of people, a lot of people want to make a change and you did it. So good for you. I did it. I felt like it was definitely that calling, you know, you, you know, when something isn't serving you anymore. And I loved my career in advertising. I was an art director and, and was creative, but I knew I did, you know, start. I just wanted to go a little bit right. further. And now you journey. have your own business. Yep. I have my own private coaching Meantime, business. You're, you're also a wife and a mother, a so you're busy. And a wife. Yep. But um, my business is Live Well by Design. And you're your and own boss, right? I'm my Which own is boss. So fun. Um, yeah. I mean, I love being a mom and I definitely fit a lot of, you know, I, I work part time, but it's like cramming a lot of um, work hours into those part-time hours, but it's uh, it's the perfect balance. It's exactly what I wanted um, at that stage in my life when I became a mom, so it's perfect. Right, and anyone that knows you and people that will see you through social media when, when we post this episode, anyone that knows you knows this is really what you were meant to do. Like, it was. just looking at you and knowing you, this you found your calling and you went for it, and so... You're in your spot, definitely. It's You're a great match. Yes, yeah, I'm so good. Happy. So today we want to talk a little bit about life after forty because mm-hmm. this is something that Lisa and I talk about often whenever we see each other. So let's talk about first of all what happens at forty, and then maybe what happens at forty-five in my case. Okay. And then what happens at fifty? So okay. let's start with 
just life after 40. What happens okay. to all of us when we so, turn 40? So just so people know, I'm not a doctor, right? <laughs> and you don't <laughs> you play know, one on and, the podcast. And, and I'm not pretending to be. So, um, you know, I speak from my personal experiences and my, and my knowledge. Um, but really what happens, um, and, it, and it can even happen sooner than 40, like 35, you start to notice that things aren't really, you don't feel the same you did, as you did when you were in your 20s. And really what it is, like people want to, they, they want like a quick answer, like this is it, just change this one thing and you'll, you'll be fine or you'll feel better. But really what it is, is an accumulation of decades of, um, you know, habits that maybe weren't serving you, but you got away with for a long time. And so when we're 40, our body is sort of reached a point where it is maxed out and, and has um, too much toxicity in it from years of, I mean, I have it too. It's not like I'm exempt from this, but, you know, we all, um, you know, did our share of drinking or eating processed foods. I grew up in the seventies, so I had tons of crap, you know, and Doritos, um, Doritos, Cheetos, grape Fanta soda. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, and so soda. You, you kind of get away with it for a while, and I think kids now are actually really lucky because they have a lot more knowledge, mm-hmm. and um, you know, people are becoming much more aware. But really, um, your body is just saying, like, I can't, I can't handle all this. Um, it sort of stress. catches up to you, and it catches in a way, up to right? you, and it it shows up as um, you look older. Um, you have less energy, maybe, you know, you're, you're, you can't seem to lose those last five to 10 pounds. So, um, you know, for me, I had two phases of my, um, journey. Phase one was getting rid of gluten and sugar right off the bat. In 2001, I knew that those two foods were problem foods because I wanted them all the time. And they sort of, it was like very binge addictive behavior. So for me, getting rid of those foods, and I tell a lot of my clients, you know, just take a look at at some of the things that you're, um, like your comfort foods. Like what are you craving? What are you craving? And, 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 and when do you turn to those foods when usually when you're stressed or you're bored or you're, you know, going through something emotionally, uh, hard. So for me, when I took away those foods, and this is what I do in my programs, it's amazing that you don't um, overeat because those foods are addictive. And, you know, they they have a uh, the tastes, you know, on your palate are like, wow, that's amazing, like fried food and French fries and pizza. Um, and eventually when you, well, when you do get rid of those, you start filling up your meals with whole foods. So mm-hmm. more greens, 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 yep. raw greens, cooked greens and other, um, low starch and, um, starchy vegetables, grains, nuts, seeds. Like you just start adding in all these foods. So when people would say to me, Oh, I'm so sorry. You can't have gluten and sugar. I would say, don't feel sorry don't feel for sorry me because I'm starting to feel really good. Right. And when I, you t- were the smart one. Yeah. Well, it, it came <laughs> Just from saying. lots of darkness. I was the girl at a wedding who, if I, I couldn't wait for the cakes to come out and I would eat my cake. And if I could see my dates cake still there and he was finished, but there was more cake on the plate, I would eat that too. And I was bulimic. I mean, we're just going to, share everything here right yeah, right just put it all out there we always keep it real here the, lisa the good news is is um i've um been free of that for um right. 18 years i mean years. look at you now so, so it's but, good to share that so, journey so yeah. yeah so we've all had our um 
journey and ups and downs with food, especially as women. And um, when you hit 40, you know, you've probably got more on your plate. You're, you're either working a lot more, you know, you're going, rising up in your career, you're managing a household. So it's a lot. And the body, when um, there's too much stress, it needs a break. It needs to clean out. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the fun part. That's where I come in. Um, and the reason why I love teaching this lifestyle is because I live it and breathe it and do it every right, day. You walk the walk. Yeah. You're because, really doing it. Not because I'm like, oh, yay, look at me. I'm better than you guys who aren't, who haven't figured this out yet. It's because again, you, everyone hits some sort of bottom where they say, you know what? Like I, I want to make a change. Um, and you know, what's the first step in doing that? A lot of people think that I've been drinking these green smoothies like my whole life since I was out of college or something. Are you kidding? No way. I remember one of, um, you were, you were drinking wine, the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's for sure. But, um, you know, it, it's like, I think we're intuitively drawn to people that we know can help us. And there mm-hmm. was this one, um, colon hydrotherapist who he was helping me, um, cleanse. I was doing, um, IVF and trying to get pregnant. And he said, you know, um, just when you wake up, have a green juice first thing in the morning. And I thought, is that my breakfast? And he said, yeah, just do it. You know, he was very matter of fact. And what did he want you to put in the green juice? Just everything. Um, spinach, romaine, cucumbers, celery, lemon, ginger, a little bit of apple. Um, but just make it clean and do it first thing in the morning. And I took his suggestion and that's when my journey started and I went back to school and learned all about um, detox cleansing. I studied with Natalia Rose, who's a clinical nutritionist and she's written several books on just a cleansing lifestyle. So it's not about um, all or nothing because I was an all or nothing girl. Mm -hmm. I would eat healthy. I was a runner. I exercised and then I would binge after dinner. And then I'd go to work and I would, it would, it was a cycle. It yeah. would just start all over again. And I see that a lot with people, um, when, and, and I'm just as, uh, guilty too, where, you know, you, you after the summer or a long winter, you want to cleanse mm-hmm. and you want to clean it up. And people think that three days or five days and that's it. And then they go back to their regular eating. I mean, your body is saying thank you, but it wants more. It wants more of a rest. So that's where I help people kind of integrate these cleansing principles into daily life. So, yes. So it's not just a three-day one-hit wonder. Right. And, and yeah. I know, and I've, I've done it too, but it's also how you exit your cleanses, mm-hmm. right? Because if you went and had a burger that night, uh, you know, to break your fast, you will feel it. It will hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably feel your sort gut. of sick. Yeah. So at 40, you really want to look at... Um, cleaning out your blood, like, like really cleaning your tissues. And you do that by adding in all these green cleansing foods Mm -hmm. and other foods. Um, and you want to look at, um, your gut health, you know, taking a probiotic, drinking lemon water first thing in the morning. I I know you do a lot of that. Um, and really balancing your hormones. Mm -hmm. But the thing is people get so caught up in like, well, what's the one thing that I can do to help this or the one thing I can do to help that. And really, it's just 
the recipe is just cleaning up your food mm-hmm. because it's that simple. It's really yep. that simple. And people don't want to hear that. But then um, they say, well, then how do I integrate this into my daily life? If I have a family and I'm busy and I'm like with you, you're going to hockey games. Like, how can we integrate this? And I'm here to tell you, you honestly can. And it does take commitment. Um, but once you start seeing the rewards of, you know, yes, your clothes start fitting better. You're like all the things that you were feeling like were weighing you down when you hit your forties, you're going to start feeling a lot better just by introducing a few simple things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to get, a. I, I know for me, you get a lot of, um, questions. What are you, what are you doing? And like you, so you never eat gluten? Like I, or you're, you don't even want to try this. And for me, because of in a, when you have an addictive illness, it's almost, they say like that one bite will just, it's like a trigger. It's like a trigger. Yeah. That's my story, but yeah. not everyone's like that. Right. So when I have clients and I say, you know, it's the holidays and your grandma is making the family apple pie that everyone's loved over the years, of course, enjoy it, but don't beat yourself up. And then just get back on track. The next day you get back on track. You just get back on track and you learn how to read labels. You really have this new set of eyes so that you, you learn to keep out all those toxins because it's the buildup of the chemicals, the pesticides, the hormones from, Mm -hmm. um, you know, non-organic meat. And so that's when people say, it's just, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But then maybe you hit 50. Yeah. So then what happens? And then, you know. If you haven't been doing it in your, in your 30s, 40, in your 40s, in your 40s, and it's you're going to go through menopause, it's going to be a little bit more harsh. You know, it's just, this is how we ate long ago, right? Like, our ancestors, they were eating foods that were better quality. Yeah. They were grown in ways that didn't have all these pesticides. And so, um, you know, it's really just... It's just keeping out the junk and then bringing Yeah, and they in... also didn't eat processed foods. No. Right. No. And I, I will say, though, that there are a lot of good packaged foods um, out on the market now, but you just have to read the labels. Yeah. And you're yeah, good you, about yeah. that. I yeah, always see your... Yeah, we have to your... read the labels. Yeah. yeah well, you... I learned that a lot when, when we were on the journey with my daughter, with Blaine, and we were on this gluten-free journey and... Next thing I know, you really do. You have to really read every single label. So yeah. I think that now because of that, it forced me to read the labels, even though now she's just limited gluten. But I've just now I'm in the habit of reading the labels for everyone in the family yes. because it was a good thing to start and to keep it going. Right. So then, so if you're, if you're 50 and there are male listeners too. So if you, if you're 50, what happens at 50 so we talked about 40 and beyond, but then, so you hit 50 and then is it just even more important that you're doing all these tips yeah. that you're talking about? Yeah, it's and really, yeah, it's really just more of Because the with same. each year, it sort of gets harder to lose that five pounds that you wanted to lose or. It does if, if things are off balance, do you know what I mean? Um, but it really is more of the same. If you look at a person who hasn't lived a clean lifestyle you know, which means a lot of acidic food. Like Mm -hmm. there's the acidic food versus the alkaline food. And you could like put them in a lineup next to each other. This guy's 50, this person's 50, and this person eats this way, clean, healthy, and this person eats 
not really that way. Mm -hmm. You can just see the difference yep. in their faces, yep. in um, their eyes, in their skin. And so it's really, I can't stress enough that it's an inside job. And people say, you know, what skin products do you use? And you know, I, I do use Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter. Um, mixed with some other things, but it's hydrating foods. And, and the, that's what water gives too. water, a lot of water. But, but if you're, if you're eating more hydrating foods in the form of like, um, you know, like lettuces, when you're making salads, you're doing smoothies, you're doing soups, you know, and then you still can add in the grass fed meat, but you're accompanying those denser acidic foods with, I call them life force foods, like foods that are grown in sunshine, all that stuff that contributes to the um, quality of your tissue, yeah. right, on the inside. And that's what's going to make you glow. Yeah. We, we because all, we, we're, we all we're want all the Lisa age. Cummings glow, that's we're for sure. We're all going to age, right? you know, so we can age gracefully. What do you think about, we've talked about this because this is something that my husband does and something that I've done before, but are you a fan of intermittent fasting? I am. I am. Because you mentioned earlier about breaking your fast. So yes. it got me thinking, what, do you, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? So... I, I think um, a couple reasons it's, it's a good idea. Um, and really the, the thinking behind it is to just give your body a break, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. Because all day long we're, we're constantly like snacking or grazing. Um, so what it does is it gives your body like um, either like a 12 to 18 hour window where it's just not eating. And you'll find that some people, when they start the clean eating lifestyle that I teach, um, when they wake up, they're not so hungry. You know what I mean? Like they, because their body now has changed on the inside where you have more um, nutrients in your body that you don't wake up hungry. You can actually go a little bit longer. So that's your body like intermittent fasting on its own. Mm -hmm. But you well, can, yeah. And you're intermittent fasting when you're sleeping, when you're sleeping. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, people think, well, that's just, it's too extreme because they'll miss their breakfast, but you could even do it the other way and, and eat your breakfast and then have lunch, a late lunch, and then not have anything for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. It all depends on your lifestyle. Right. So, um, but it's good to give yourself that break. It's good to give yourself that break. But if you're someone who, let's say, is coming from like a very highly processed food diet and they think, well, maybe intermittent, intermittent fasting is the thing that I want to try, it may be very hard. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you may want to ease into it. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's definitely worth trying. Um, I know my brother-in-law does it and he lost, um, between 20 and 30 pounds last year. He did a little bit of keto, but that was, did he learn about keto from Jeff Clark? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Everyone loves keto. He, he's yeah. Yeah. So, so he was doing a little keto, but then, yeah. And then, fasting. and then he really, he felt like the intermittent fasting was, was the yeah. game changer for yep. him. Yeah. Well, that's the same with Jeff. Yeah. And I, I've, when I've done it and, um, my really good friend, Rebecca Crawford has done it. We have this thing where we're like, we both know it always works for us. Right. So when we, go you know, when it. our genes are feeling a little tight, we're both saying to each other, well, we both have tried intermittent fasting. We know it works. So let's try it and see if, yeah. if you know, if after a week of doing this, our genes will feel better. And usually it does. So. Right. And, and you can even do a green juice 
if you want, like that's a nice, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause a juice, um, or fruit or coconut water, they digest very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you had a business meeting or some activity at school and you didn't want to wait that long mm-hmm. for food, cause we all don't, we don't want to be cranky yeah, right. or hangry, irritable, hangry. <laughs> It, it's still no hangry people allowed. It's not like yeah. you're failing if you have some fruit. Right, right. It's very true. So my wonderful, beautiful cousin Lisa, we do you think you can come back for another episode? Definitely. This went by so fast. Was this so fast. So, I could sit here for hours. I know. We could sit here for hours drinking our goodies. Drinking our green juices, celery juice, by the way, medical medium shout out, or our green smoothies that Lisa's made us. But Lisa's going to come back, so we are going to talk to Lisa some more in another episode. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. We can talk more about the food, exercise, and the self-care. Because it's not just about the food. It's it's about the food at first, and then it's about so much more. Do you think you could just move in with me? I would love that. (laughs) It's very nice here. Yeah, I know. She (laughs) likes the beach. All right. Well, thanks to Lisa for being my Good News VIP guest. She really is such a bright star. Thank you all for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you because I know that without all of you listening and supporting this movement, I would never be here. You guys make me a kinder, better person every single day. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can always find me on iTunes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate and review my podcast too. Remember, the mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina B. Clark. Remember, the B stands for Bradley, and there's an E at the end of Clark. So happy to be here. Please find me across all social media platforms as Nina B. Clark. But as Lisa knows, right now, Instagram is my jam. Thank you all so much for listening, and let's keep being awesome. Awesome.